Hey everyone, we're here with Derek Kraus, who's heading down to the Snowball Derby as we speak. Derek, thank you for joining us. How you doing? Good. How about you? Hi, Derek. How are you? Hey, what part of the highway are? What state are you in right now? Uh, I've we're in uh, Illinois. I've been sleeping a lot, so we're in Illinois, though. I know that. You're getting your rest on your way down, huh? Yep. There you go. Well, let's talk about your year a little bit. Highlight some of the stuff. It was a it was a busy year, and of course, you're racing in the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series. Uh yeah, it was a really big busy year. Once the season got rolling again, we uh, were racing pretty much every weekend. And the one weekend we had off, I went racing Oktoberfest. So that was that was a lot of fun to come back home and race in Wisconsin. And uh, but otherwise, it's been a really really fun year and i felt like we had a lot of good top 10 finishes and uh it was really fun clean year what was that like and what was the challenge for you when the uh covid stoppage hit and you didn't know when you were going to come back and what it was going to look like especially as a rookie kind of crazy just because of where it happened we were at atlanta getting ready to head into the pits and then then the race got canceled and we didn't really know how long we were going to be out, and then we found out we were out for quite a bit. And then uh, it was basically like a second off season. But uh, once we got once we got started up again, it was it was every weekend that we were racing. And I think from when we started to the end of the season, we had like two off weekends, and uh, so that was a little bit crazy. And I think it was pretty good that I was able to get, be in the truck every single weekend to get get used to it and get comfortable with it. And, uh, so that was really fun. And then probably the most, most challenging part was just going to new racetracks that I've never been to before and uh, just going straight into the race. Challenging part and took a little bit to get used to, but once I, once I got used to it, it, it was a lot more comfortable to do. And That's got to be really hard to do, though. I mean, uh, does does I racing? I know you and I. Uh, I I race with you a lot on I racing. Do you use a simulator to help you out on those on those racetracks? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that I can do on I racing, and I racing is a big tool for it. And then also I got the Toyota simulator. I can use the Toyota sim before we go to the race and kind of use it as like a as a practice as a practice session. So uh, that, that definitely helps a lot. And then also iRacing. How does too. the Toyota simulator differ from iRacing? Um, just iRacing is, I mean, they're pretty similar actually. The only thing that Toyota simulator that has that iRacing doesn't is the Toyota simulator simulator. You're able to, uh, put in like the truck like the legit truck setup every springs every spring shocks i mean you can put everything that you need or that's in the truck into the simulator and that's just kind of a a tool that we use for practice when we don't have practice like we did this well year. you had three top fives uh at daytona to start the year kansas and darlington and then 13 top tens including the top 10 for the three previously mentioned in the top five but also top tens at Atlanta, Pocono, Kentucky, Kansas, Michigan, Dover, Talladega, Kansas again, uh, Texas, Martinsville. Those are some tricky tracks that a lot of rookies struggle at. 
what's it on for you to be able to succeed at those places? Uh, just the trucks that the team brought to the racetrack. We had pretty good trucks from from the drop of the green flag when we unloaded. I felt like uh, that was one of our strong suits. We were never really far off other than the one race that we need to be right on is Richmond, and we were way out in left field. We didn't – I don't know what happened in that race, but it was not very good at all, and we just missed it really bad. But that's definitely going to happen. So – we couldn't really hang our heads on that too much, and we just were able to finish out the rest of the season strong, got a couple more top tens throughout the playoffs, and uh, just was able to adapt to the tracks pretty quick. With You know, it's so strong. cool that, you know, with your busy schedule that you still get a chance to come back home and race. You know, it's that's really cool that you do that. Hey, the car that you got going down, is that a new car, or is this the one that you've been running the Super Lates around the state here? Uh, it's, it's kind of a new car. I mean, it's the same one you ran at Oktoberfest, but the guys stripped it down and repainted it, sandblasted it, repainted it, and uh, put pretty much everything everything on the car is brand new. So I feel like it looks really good. It's got the new five-star body on it, and uh, hopefully it'll be a good piece of the dirt. The car looks really, really sharp. You posted that a few days ago. Um, tell us about going down to the Derby. It's, uh, it's the, it's the Super Bowl of short track racing to a lot of guys and girls. Um, tell us a little bit about heading down there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of, if not the biggest race races of my whole season. So I always look forward to going down to the Derby. It's, I mean, there's a lot of good competition down there. There's a lot of cars. And it's a really cool racetrack, so uh, I really look forward to it. Uh, this year we gotta we gotta get a good finish. This year I've been kind of slacking in the finish column in this race. I've either wrecked or finished multiple laps down. So hopefully we can uh, have a good run this year. And I know I got a good car, a good piece underneath me. So hopefully I, I was just gonna run. mention a lot of times it comes down to attrition down there. In fact, I was just watching highlights from the 50th annual Snowball Derby when Mark and I were down there. And uh, wreck happened out of turn two. You had nowhere to go, and Logan Boyette went flying over you. Um, tell us a little bit about strategy and how you plan to change your luck or strategy down there. I, I mean, it's all. I mean, of course, if you run up front, it's definitely the goal. But I mean, even last year, Ty led basically every lap, and then one of the last restarts, he got wrecked. So. You're really never in a safe spot at the Derby. I mean, you gotta just keep your eyes open and just hopefully nothing, nothing happens in front of you or behind you that you can't avoid. And it's kind of one of those luck things that, if you get lucky throughout the day, you got a pretty good chance of finishing in the top ten. So uh, you gotta just stay lucky and keep your eyes open so you can stay out of the wrecks and just be there. So these last two years, you've qualified 28th. You started 28th. Um, uh, don't you get nervous on being uh, just right close on the cut line there? <laughs> yeah, thanks for the reminder. Uh, we, I mean, I, I mean, it's definitely nerve-wracking qualifying. That's probably the most nervous I ever get in a race car. Climbing in for that, climbing in for the Derby qualifying and uh, qualifying for that race. It's 
it says 30 cars. It seems like a lot, but it's 30 of the best super late models in the country. So uh, it's always one of the toughest races to make it into, and uh, it's always really nerve-wracking going into what it. What else makes Five Flags Speedway and the Snowball Derby um, so tough? Like you mentioned the, the field is uh, amazing down there every year, but what makes the, the track itself so tough? Um, I'd, I'd say just the way everything is. I mean, it's built up from months ago, just the hype and everything of the Snowball Derby. We go down here a week early to test, and then you come in on Wednesday and text on Wednesday and then practice Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And you practice during the day every single day, and then you go try to run your fastest lap at night. And the track's completely different. The dew's out. And uh, it's just it's just one of those races that is just – crazy atmosphere and it's really it's really cool to be a part of and being able to make it as a competition. you've been hooked up with toyota for the last few years now for quite a while actually um do you get a, a lot of support for your short track team through them as well and do they uh help you down at the snowball derby i mean most or pretty much all their support goes into the into the truck stuff and then last year the k&n stuff it just with the sim time and then going able to work out at the Toyota training center and just, they have a lot of resources that we can use in the, in the truck and ARCA or can and stuff. So we definitely use it all there. And, uh, they're a big you know, you race on a lot of racetracks. Uh, is Pensacola just unique on its own or do, does it remind you of any other place that you've been to? Um, it's, it's one of those unique places. I mean, there ain't really, really ain't much like it. I mean, it's a high banked fast half mile that doesn't have a lot of grip throughout a longer run. Like right away, it's got a lot of grip, but at the 10, 15 laps, get on your tires, then the grip starts going away. So, I mean, it's definitely a unique racetrack, and I feel like that's that's why it's a good place for the Derby. How do you typically set up your car down there knowing that you're going to be lacking grip? Do you tend to start it off a little tighter knowing that it'll loosen up as long as the, the race goes? Uh, yeah, you definitely definitely want to start it off a little bit tighter. You don't want to start off loose because then you're just going to end up wrecking sideways. And I feel like that's what we normally struggle with down here is being too loose. And uh, this year we just got to work on making sure it's a little bit snug for the for the short run and then it'll come to us in the long run what's the key to getting around five flakes speedway i just like it's like every other track make sure you got turn and you got drive and i mean i feel like that's 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 what you needed every track to be fast and fence goal is just just another racetrack they need to have a lot of turn and have a lot of drive in your race car to be able to be able to go fast and run so up. that car that you got down there that's so sharp that red and black car that you got that is a paint job that's not a uh, wrap on that car that's a, a, a original paint job no 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 we uh it's it's a wrap we just repainted the chassis the chassis was red before at Oktoberfest it was red and then uh stripped it cleaned it and then powder coated it again and made it black it seems like there's a little lip going into three that kind of has the car dip a little right. Uh, do you notice that when you're driving right before you turn down into turn three? Uh, yeah, I mean, you notice a little bit. 
but it's nothing dramatic. It's not like a uh, WIR or anything like that. And then WIR's got a lot of big bumps, so this place is this place is pretty smooth compared to compared to WIR. It seems like when you get to the next level, the K&N West Champion truck level, what differs from those cars to this cars? You've had a ton of success in all of it. Um, I'd say just the tracks. I mean, in the K&N stuff, you, the biggest biggest track that I raced on was a mile. And, I mean, there's a little bit of air and stuff that goes into that. But once you get into the trucks, the trucks have a, have a ton of downforce and air i mean the trucks are really aero sensitive on the bigger tracks so uh, that was probably a biggest learning curve in the in the trucks this year was learning the air and learning how to manage manage the air and manage the race with the three stages of the race so uh that was definitely a thing that i learned a lot this year about and uh i felt like i got pretty so good if the stars all align and you turn around and pull this off and bring home the snowball derby what would that do for your career Uh, that that'd be the biggest win of my career for sure. Uh, we, I mean, like like we said before, it's, it's one of the one of the biggest races, if not the biggest race of the year for for a lot of us down here. And uh, it's it's definitely a really cool race, and being able to win it would be really cool. Well, we'll definitely be watching you down there again. We appreciate it. It means the world to us. Uh, we're excited to see what you have planned for the future. I know you did a interview for uh, WSAW, I believe, and said something is close regarding your future, but not set in stone yet. So we're, we're excited to hear that as well. And good luck down there. Good All luck, right, Derek. Good, and uh, safe travels for you guys down there. Yep. Good luck, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Well, what an interview that was from Derek Krause. Uh, he was gracious enough, to, gracious enough to join us while he's traveling down to the Snowball Derby in the hauler going through Illinois right now. Uh, Mark, uh, it's a guy who started off kind of shy when we first met him uh, a few years ago. And as he's gotten older, he's definitely opened up and you can hear it in this interview. Yeah, he was just a little guy, you know, watching run the Bandoleros back in 2012, you know, and. And uh, we've watched him grow up, and oh my God, he's he's taller than we are, you know, and he's growing up to be a fine, fine young man. So, uh, yeah, rooting him on this weekend, bring bring that snowball back to uh, Wisconsin up here. Yeah, and he's a guy who's seen a lot of success uh, in the super late models, and then also in the heavier cars. Uh, seems like maybe the heavier cars suit his style a little more. He's got a K&N West champion, ran really well for Bill McNally Racing, then uh, McNally Hageman Racing in the trucks. To me, he was one of, if not the most impressive rookie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jumping in these trucks, never being at these racetracks, and just getting in there and just getting some super finishes. Uh, his future looks so bright, man. He's, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> he's going to be the real deal coming up through the ranks, man. Oh, I agree. And, you know, speaking about five flags, I was looking up his finishes. It's like 33rd, 34th. He just has not had the luck down there, and he touched on it a little bit on here as well. Yeah, when we were down there, yeah, that car went up over his uh, – I think the the wheel touched the, uh, the, the window net, you know, as uh, the car went over the top of him, and just like, oh, bad luck there. But uh, 
hey, that car he's got, man, he can he can enter that one in the best looking car. I, I'd vote for that. That that nine car engine engine number nine, that car looks so sharp. I know, and I told him that on Twitter. I believe it was as well. Um, yeah, I that thing. I I would be shocked if it didn't show up in the. Uh, one of the favorite paint schemes on there. And of course they do that on speed 51 where you can vote for the best one. Yeah. So strip that one all down and got all new parts on that one too. So that's practically a brand new vehicle. Also just another one to throw his hat in the ring. So yeah, we'll be rooting them on. Absolutely. I can't wait for it. We're a uh, less than a week away from racing starting down there. So it's getting close. Why don't we just go down there? Just say the heck with life and let's just go down there and be a beach bum. We can do that. I've done that before. <laughs> yeah, I know. You and I have not been back there since the 50th annual in 2017. You and I both left that place saying we need to make this an annual event and eventually will. But uh, for now, we'll be watching on Speed 51. And Speed 51 does such a great job for short track racing and racing in general. Yep, yep. So... Yep, they'll be on the air this this weekend. We'll have to do it that way and uh, plan for a, plan for a date that's coming up here. Anybody that's never been there, you got to put that on your bucket list. That is probably the best facility that I've ever been to. Um, wow, that's just a just a great place with a lot of great people running around that place. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with Five Flags Speedway. If it's not the best facility I've been to, it's one of. I mean, Elko would be up there. Uh, Five Flags, Lacrosse, WIR. They're all, you know, Dells, uh, Madison. They're all, they're all good, but there's something that separates a, a few from the others. Uh, everyone is unique, um, but uh, Pensacola will always lay a good memory, and and if it, it needs to be on people's bucket list, that is the place to go for the the Super Bowl of sh uh, short track racing. Absolutely. It's a must-go see. Uh, we can't wait to get back down there. But thank you to Derek Krause for the time. It was great to talk to him. We hope to connect with him again as we do all these drivers. And, Mark, thanks again for joining. We got a, we got a couple more, hopefully, so we'll keep it rolling. All right. Yeah, let's keep her going. So thanks a lot, buddy, and we'll see you later. Yep. Thanks, everyone.